anybody ever trusted him? That's another good question. That, that's that's a question for another day. Yeah, that's a question for another show. Yeah, do a whole show on the Browns. <laughs> I I really don't want to talk about depressing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. our, our listeners are depressed enough. I mean, they're listening to us. I mean, I, mean, I don't. Who would wanna... stand? Who would stand in the middle of Cleveland in the winter and look around and be like, "Yeah, make the uniforms brown. This area needs more brown right now." <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. Hello. And BJ Thomas. Uh, I'm starting to notice that Tua looks a whole lot better when he plays all four quarters. It's amazing what happens when you actually have rust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, hey, like, you know, if we're going to talk about somebody who doesn't play all four quarters, let's just talk about Oklahoma State. And, oh, um, the- I, I'm sorry. If you want to be a championship team and you're down by five, minute and a half to go, first and goal from the two, you punch that shit in. Yeah. Like, it's not even a question. <laughs> come, on, come on. That was like a, that was a, a dec- uh, all decade play right there at the end of the game. Oh, yeah. That, that was uh, right. so like. I mean, we witnessed something there. That was good effort by both teams. Just came up short. You're right. Yeah. It right. should never have gotten to that point. I, right. I don't disagree with you. Man, that coach had a Pete Carroll moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just to give it to the running back and let him try three times. I mean, I'm sure they could have came up with some uh, funky schemes or whatever. They can punch the ball in. I totally that jump, They should have to come to that. That jump pass has got like a 95 percentage completion, so I don't know why they don't try that more. I know I don't get paid millions of dollars to be an offensive coordinator, but, you know, the way things are going, I'll, I'll try it out. Um, but you run the ball three straight times during your 100% right. You pound it in and on fourth down, if you still don't do it, you do a, a play action bootleg and you try to try to get some misdirection and get it that way. Give your quarterback who is a runner, some options. Speaking of play calling, I think we saw Bill Belichick call offensive plays for the first time ever. <laughs> oh my God. I tell you what, I thought, I thought coach O'Hara was up there for a minute. I was like, bravo, <laughs> bravo. Big guy right, big guy left, fast guy. We go. Go go into go into the fantasy playoffs, and I got two of the guys on New England. I'm like, oh, somebody's got to catch a touchdown pass. I'll tell you what, that is going that is going to be the most exciting game of the year for the New England offensive linemen. Yeah, they just beat the crap out of people last night. That's all they did they for did. four quarters was literally just maul people for an hour. They that I'm telling you, they might be talking about that all week. If I was I mean, an offensive lineman, I mean, pass blocking's cool or whatever, but that's not where the money's made for those guys. No. And the thing is, I mean, it was like like we talked about a hard state last week. They knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. They knew that Mac Jones wasn't going to throw the ball, and it still didn't. Not matter. to that degree. Nobody knew that shit was coming. Yeah. No, nobody. Well, I was sitting there watching the game, going, "Really? Okay. <laughs> well, you're going to do like this? My, this is my okay. goal high school. I'm <laughs> yeah. sitting here like in the bleachers of Leesburg watching the game. Like this is, <laughs> this is Leesburg football right here. Sweet right, sweet left. Back guy up the middle. Man. <laughs> right left sweep, middle right left middle sweep nothing sweep nothing those are all power runs they were pulling <laughs> guards like it was just massive men clearing holes for running it was great to watch they were just destroying people yeah and buffalo had nothing for it no that that's the problem i mean literally by the third quarter you got to go okay look if we get beat by play action so be it commit yeah. nine guys to the box yeah. fuck this most yeah. of us have gotten our ass kicked in something in our life. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure somebody's 
poured it on you before. That's yeah. what that was. They poured <clears> on that. <throat> you cannot stop this. You're not going to, we're going to get more than four yards, like 90% of the time. You cannot stop this. Well, <clears throat> and what's really funny is. And by the third quarter, you're dead as, as far as a defensive player. Now, what's really, really funny about the game. Do you know what New England's third down percentage was for that game? No, it's sad. What do you think it was? I, I didn't think it was that high. I thought it was like 33% or something. They were two for 12 on third down. Two mm-hmm. for 12. I never known Belichick to be less than that low on third down. <laughs> I mean, they, they wouldn't even try. They were like, if it, this doesn't work, fuck it. We don't Pun want it. <laughs> yeah. Booted into the blizzard. Who gives a crap? Right. But as you can see, Belichick trusted his defense. He was like, you know what? They're going to be throwing it to the wind, and I trust my DBs to get an interception or to get some type of hand on the ball and they did an excellent job there were there were like several passes that uh, Dawson Knox should have caught and those DBs was right there knocking it out of his hands as soon as he catch it they're stripping it out so they did an excellent job on defense well and and you know Belichick knew that half the field was just useless mm-hmm. because they, they could sh- they would show it like when um when Allen would throw to his left with, you know with the wind he could power it through the wind and be fine when he would throw it to the right you could see it just take off yeah, it just curved. And, and so and Belichick knew it. The kicker yeah. practice in pregame set one way right. It's just um, – Well, like even one of the kicks just, that, the, that the kicker had. Like he kicked it and it was down the middle and then not. Yep. yep. <laughs> like, I don't know if you guys have ever been up to that, that area, that neck of the woods. It can just get sloppy up there. It's like a hurricane with snow sometimes. Yeah. Ooh. And oh, it that, wind, so much- that wind just comes across from Canada, across Lake Ontario, and blasts the whole side of the state. And it wasn't so much just the constant wind, although that was bad. It was the gusts that you didn't yeah. know were coming. Because the constant 25-mile-an-hour winds, okay, I can figure this out. It was the when it would gust up to 50 miles an hour and just take the ball and say, fuck it, you're not doing anything. Yeah. Blast to watch. See, finely tuned athletes helpless. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like watching golf. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, hey, if you want to talk about helpless, let's talk about Georgia. I, I, I feel like we called this. I feel like I might have called this. I mean, Georgia is known for this. choking. Georgia's known for choking. I call this. I said that Saban has something on Kirby Smart, man. I don't know what it is, but he's like the bigger brother. Yeah. Kirby coaches for Georgia. George is known for choking. Like, this is what George does. Georgia looks good, gets the SEC championships, and forgot how they did everything that year. Everything. Run the ball, defense, pass. It was, I'll tell you what, that tight end for George is going to be a problem. Oh, yeah. Bowers. The, the beast that, that just yeah. took out the entire Alabama secondary. Yeah. In the offseason, he probably goes and moves dirt. <laughs> just, yeah. They just put a plow on him. Like, shh. That was Alabama's defense he ran through like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That wasn't Cincinnati's defense. See how I'm already talking shit? Uh-huh. See, I see what you're doing there. <laughs> no, that you know, the one that, that he got to make it a, a two-score game, as a, either late in the third or early in the fourth, I was like, that is a grown man. That Legally grown or not. man it's, playing peewee football. <laughs> Legally or not. It was on the Twitter page because I didn't care. I was like, well, it's going up. <laughs> it's going up. We'll take our chances. Yeah. They're, in the middle of, they're in the middle of an executive shakeup. Maybe they'll overlook it. You never know. Yeah, I never know. Activision is in the middle of a sexual harassment cape, uh, case, and their games are still pumping out left and right. So, oh, they don't care. They don't care. They don't they, I think it was two years ago. But I know it was pre-pandemic. Activision had the most revenue ever in a year, and they still laid off like a thousand people because they didn't Ruthless. make enough money. Ruthless. Yeah, I mean they Ruthless. they don't companies don't give a shit. No, I wish they'd band together and start their own uh their own uh, game making company and rival them because I mean they're the, the people are the core of the game, not Activision. I th- I think a lot of the developers did. I, I forget yeah, what I company would. they did, and I think one of our one or two of our listeners will tell me. Um, but I think they they banded together and have started their own company. 
I figure whoever's yeah, the, running Battlefield will scoop them up left and right. Oh yeah, but it's it's not just the you know the war games; it's the AI that goes behind it. You can make any game better with that AI. Right? Yeah, the physics. What do they call them? Engines? The physics engine? Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, and, well, and just like that, we're off of football. Woo! Hey, look at that! Well, you know, <laughs> but, uh, I got a question for you guys. Just like though. Georgia, they they we just stopped playing. Yeah. yeah see, we did playing. exactly what Georgia did. <laughs> uh, question for you. So. Now that uh, Lincoln Riley is at USC, do you think that's going to improve their recruiting and keep a lot of those California players in California? I think what's going to help their recruiting is NIL. Mm, gotcha. Because the reason why I ask that is because... again, if you can have activism strapped in your ass, then yeah, you're fine. Yeah, and what better school to do it is USC. Because I was, uh, I was checking out, okay, you got uh, Bryce Young at Alabama and Brock Bowers, both from California, and they're both around the L.A. area. So those two players could have potentially be players at USC if they had someone to be able to. No, no, pursue. no. See, here, here's the problem. with, with They that wanted argument. to go to the show. They went yeah. to the show. See, right. that, that, that's the <laughs> arguments over there. That's the argument. So it's not so much that can they keep the California talent in California. Yes, they can. The, the question is, can they keep the California town away from Alabama? And I'm sorry if if Nick Saban rolls up to my to my office and says, hey, son, I'm I listening. want to take your boy and, and and make him, you know, make him an Alabama football player. Whoa, damn tied. Yeah, <laughs> that's all there is to it. Hey, if all you've seen is green and mailboxes for 15 minutes, go back where you came from. Just stay, <laughs> stay right on the campus. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere, but you are going to Alabama. I'm sorry yeah, about the rest. But, but the, the rest yeah, of there's a difference between losing recruits to Texas, to even LSU, to Ohio State, and losing recruits to Alabama. Yep. But like the uh, Titan from Georgia, I mean, he he's a California kid, and he he went to Georgia, which I could understand compared to uh, USC at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, at the time but but also like he's a tight end yeah like even if lincoln riley keeps the california kids in california excuse me he doesn't know how to use a tight end after that performance i think he's the tight end <laughs> so i think from now on until further notice he'll be referred to as the tight end in college football he is the travis kelsey of college football at this point and and, and see you know with nil I, I wouldn't be surprised if he has an nft of that run and just goes here give me the money for it because if not he needs to and if yeah. you listen to this call me and i'll figure it out <laughs> I don't know if I remember this correctly, but it feels like he had like six catches in a row at one point. Oh, he had sure. 10 receptions for 139 yards. Dude was yeah. going off. I mean, at one point he was the offense. Yeah. You know, and again, how much is that Georgia? How much is that Kirby Smart? How much how much of that game is the fact that Georgia didn't have a game at all during the season? And when it was close, they just fell apart. I don't think coaches like Nick Saban allow, allow a guy to dominate a quarter like that. So if they could have stopped him, they would have stopped him. So I think let's just put it this way. He the guy needs to be watched. He's a freshman, but, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's that's scary. That is scary. But but my question is still valid. So the, the Georgia performance just as a whole, how much of that was they were never, ever pressed during the regular season? Like no game was even close until that game. I mean, how much, we, we made fun of Tua not playing four quarters of football, and we saw what happened last year with them. Yeah. So, so I mean, I mean you, you need some tenderization. Yeah, absolutely. I, when teams go undefeated in the NFL and in college – I like when they lose because now the coaches can get back to business. Oh, a, a lot of college basketball coaches will tell you if you're if they're undefeated late into the regular season, they want to lose a game in the regular yeah, season, yeah, yeah. if I not get... in the conference tournament, because you mm -hmm. want that kind of regrouping moment yeah, and then go on back down. Yeah, bring it all back down. I can say everything I've really wanted to say for the past couple of weeks, but kind of had to be more positive about things. Yeah, that's. 
because I, I forget who it was, um, but someone was talking about when the Heat went on like the 20 something you know, game winning streak when LeBron and Dwayne were there, um, was that you develop bad habits, especially mm-hmm. in basketball. Winning streaks develop bad habits because you're, you're able to get away with it and you don't yeah. care. A lot of things are covered up, brushed under the rug. And we see it a lot with, with the Warriors is they get very loosey goosey with the ball very quickly. And because a lot of the games are blowouts. Well, I mean, when you're in range, when you cross half court, you can do things. Yeah. But <laughs> when the game, when the games get tight you can't do that and it's hard to switch off i don't know i feel like they've shown us they can yeah it's yeah the the warriors they're probably the only team that can pull it off to where late fourth quarter you don't mind death or maybe clay take a deep three-pointer because you know nine times out of ten well those are those are difference between taking deep three-pointers and do, trying behind the back passes and all the crazy stuff that they do yeah right and and then there's damian lillard yeah (laughs) yeah Name. I like Dane. And also Trey Young. He's yeah. getting there, but he's not in that league yet. Yeah. I don't know. He's in that buckets league for sure. Yeah. He gets buckets. Yeah. He sure does. He gets buckets. But like yeah, that, guys there, at the rec center we talk about. Yeah, there, there's just something to be said about teams that are pressed, teams that that understand. Hey, look, we can't screw around. You know, and that that's something that Alabama's had this year is they've they've been in close games, and you know why we've kind of criticized them for being in close games when they shouldn't have been. They they can refocus during the game, and they understand. Hey, look, things aren't going our way. We can we can still do this. I don't think Georgia ever ever did that. Yeah. I mean, the closest game was against Kentucky. Now, granted, that was their best win. They're not against nine and three Kentucky, but yeah. they didn't really have a close game. So when Alabama was was pushing them, they didn't know how to punch back. But you got to give credit to. Uh... To Nick Saban, though. I mean, Nick Saban, he lived for those moments. He knows how to get those guys to regroup. Just like oh, yeah. uh, during the Auburn game. Like, he was able to get them, you know, to to buckle in, and they were able to pull out a win, which we all thought that pretty much Auburn had one job, and yeah. the game would have been over. But Nick Saban, he saw something different. And as soon as that guy went out of bounds, it was like, oh, shit. You knew, okay, Saban has something. that he, you know, he got the players to respond. Yeah, and there's something to be said about that kind of coach versus a coach like Kirby Smart, who right. doesn't have that seasoning doesn't have you know the, the experience of a Saban of a Belichick mm-hmm. you know uh, even a, of a Ron Rivera uh, of that kind of guy that I, we've been through this I know how to get the most out of my guys mm-hmm. speaking of Ron Rivera I love what he's he's doing up in Washington I, I, I see a difference but we'll we'll, we'll talk about that later yeah, we, show, but... we, yeah we'll, we'll talk about the NFL later but yeah. no not this week we're <laughs> talking about Washington Oh, don't don't worry, don't worry. We'll get there. So, but um, while while we still have time for college, um, I'll ask you guys: um, Did the committee get it right? The top four teams in the in order. Did they get it right in order? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) you beat the one. You beat number one and have the same record as them. I you replace them. Like I I get that. Um, Michigan kind of played a tough few games there, so yeah. They were in their spot. Yeah. You don't think Cincinnati and Georgia should have been flipped? No. Okay. No. I'm a, I kind of wanted to see uh, Georgia play Cincinnati <laughs> because I feel like Alabama is just going to freight train them, get him right out, just yeah. knock them out early. Yeah. Oh. I want to see the crazy, though. I would love for Cincinnati to go full, like, Saints onside kick crazy stuff like yeah i, I want to see the crazy but man it's yeah. alabama I know. and yeah, that, you don't think you don't if i think this you don't think alabama's got a little snobbery on cincinnati too like you can't lose these guys we're not gonna be the first right. 
See, and that's the thing. Like, I think if Georgia had, if Cincinnati had played Georgia and Kirby Smart, I think it would have been different. Because mm-hmm. I think in a coaching comparison, I think Fickle's a better Georgia coach. Georgia chokes in big games. Do you want me to say yeah. it again? I think I said it three weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Fickle's a great coach, but he's not out coaching Saban. No. <laughs> no. And I don't think they're out pushing that offensive and defensive line either. No. Oh, no. Oh no! Oh my God! Yes, yeah, so that's the biggest thing. Saving can have a plan, but it's about the bodies, and I don't think they got it. Yeah. There's another thing you have to remember when you play teams like Alabama, no matter what conference they come from, but especially the SEC, you got to be deep. They're going to yeah. bring seven defensive linemen in. Yeah, yeah they would, You know, they probably they have two out. offensive linemen that can take place, step right in for injured players, and perform close to that level. Yeah. Um, they're deep, and they got multiple running backs, multiple receivers a few mm-hmm. tight ends. Like it's just, they can roll corners at you. They can just fire corners at you left and fresh corners. Like it's. Yeah. And, and that that's the thing with Michigan. Like this season, they've stayed relatively healthy and their ones are comparable to everyone else's ones. Now I don't think they're Alabama's ones, but they're comparable to everyone else's, but their twos and threes are not. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Alabama, they can run, they can do a, a four, three defense on the next play, do a four, three defense, but seven different players mm-hmm. and be just as good. Yeah. Not Every team can do that. I mean, for instance, I watched a little piece of a Shannon Sharp's podcast, Club Shay Shay, and um, he had Alvin Kamara on. Do you know he went to Alabama? Yeah, did yeah, you know he, did. he was in there with Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, T.J. Yeldon. Like, mm-hmm. that's why he left. He was like, I mean, there's there's one football. There's, yeah. <laughs> so this is Alvin you know, Kamara. Think, <laughs> but think about that. Think about that running back room. Right, right. I mean, any one of them is a thousand yard rusher. Any one of them yeah. is probably a thirteen hundred yard rusher. Right. Any one of them, an NFL team would love to have. Except for TJ Yeldon, I don't know what's going on there. Well, he would got drafted by Jacksonville and got broken. Oh, that's right, Jacksonville, <laughs> the new Detroit. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't go to that far, but yeah, I don't know. I, You're I, gonna I, just I, waste I, talent. You're gonna kill Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I mean. I mean, hopefully hope, hope they drafted important. offensive line like someone had suggested. You took it, yeah. Well, well, I know <laughs> you took well, a guy. I know this draft they, they are because they. Oh, they here we go. Like, no, we're going fuck home. this. We ain't talking about this fucking draft. We well, talked about trade Debo for draft picks now. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, trade Debo for KFC drumsticks. Uh, that says a lot uh, from a Lions fan. But anyway, um, hey, who won last week? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes, you guys won yes. one, but we still Congratulations. got two. Congratulations. <laughs> and could you believe Jared Goff did it? It wasn't like a running play or an interception or something. Jared Goff actually did it. I'm, I still don't believe it. I, I, I don't believe, A, that Goff did it, and I also don't believe that um, they played prevent defense at the 11-yard line. Hey, that is the most genuine moment of the college football of the uh, football season period so far. Mm-hmm. When that crowd erupted, when they caught that touchdown pass, I, I listened to the clip of my head Films on, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, they went off. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, and it was a rough week for the Michigan area, too, the school shooting. And yeah. So, well, and, and both Detroit and Michigan dedicated their, their games yeah. to the Oxford High School. They, they needed that little uplifting moment. So I'm yeah. glad they got it. You know, I, I don't know if you guys saw, but obviously the, the kid who did it is in jail. Um, mm-hmm. Can't afford it, his attorney. So they're doing a, a public defender because everyone has the right to an attorney. His parents who tried to flee the country, wait, he, now they're t- they're, wait, they're taking all of their money and paying a high price lawyer to get them off. They're like, we might get out of this, son. You aren't. So <laughs> guess what? <laughs> We're going to throw some money wow. towards our defense and uh, we'll keep some money in your commissary. Yeah, talk about I, fuck them kids, man. <laughs> fuck them Jeez. kids. <laughs> oh, shit. It took a page out of DeSantis' oh. book. <laughs> well, I mean, 
Honestly, if you spit that spawn out, wouldn't you kind of be like, man, fuck that kid? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. They made that one. Yeah, like, no, I know. No that's... child is, is made that way. Yeah. They built him. They grew. <laughs> it's like Frankenstein. My clients like... aren't trying to leave the country. They just took out $4,000 of cash and they're abandoned, uh, hiding in this abandoned warehouse. His dad, looks, <laughs> his dad looks like the human version of the uh, sloth from Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that at work today. I was like, God dang. I was like, I don't even know. John Lake was in Zamo's character. That's who you are. That's who you are. <laughs> and talk shit about idiots. I don't care. It's, it's, I'll do that. I'll take the punishment for that. What an idiot. Both of you. All three Did of them. Actually. Hiding in a basement in Detroit? No, they were in an abandoned warehouse. Oh, that oh. definitely didn't do anything wrong. Oh, no, always, no, no, no. Always in abandoned warehouses. You can check my cell phone records. I'm, I'm always here. <laughs> <laughs> there's no possible way that this is anyway tied to my son being a murderer and yeah, looking yeah. like a serial killer you see that kid's eyes that kid's he's dead behind those eyes oh yeah yeah or they're I mean, just I, too far apart to read at all like i i don't like to accuse people of, of a lot because i know allegedly things can happen allegedly things can't i would not be surprised if there's some type of abuse in that family oh i wouldn't doubt it at all um here's the thing though if if, if we had the medical coverage that most of the organized world had that he oh, might this, be able does, to get the this does not happen if needs. we do. Yeah. yeah, he might have gotten the healthy help he needed. And the crazy thing is, is I read that they the school tried to send him home from the parent conference with the parents, and they refused to take him. Yep, yeah, but but don't worry, because wow. Fox News said it's on the teachers, on the liberal teachers, for letting him stay, even though the parents wow. wouldn't take him home. <laughs> wow. I hope people watch Fox News. I mean, I know they don't. I know they're too dumb to get it. But it's getting to the point where it's like the onion, yeah, just slightly more serious. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, and, and the people that like, are completely off the deep and they're off watching OAN or, or Newsmax, whatever the fuck they want to watch, or InfoWars or whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> that tyranny. Tyranny's come to America. <laughs> come yeah. to America. Yeah. The, the tyranny, liberals are going to bring socialism. Find the anti-socialism spray. <laughs> Tyranny started in America. Let's get canceled. Talk about the the genocide that kicked off this party. Smallpox oh, blankets. That's what we're doing. <laughs> oh no, my, my favorite though is like, hey, we bought all this land from France. Yeah, but we still live here. But we still bought the land. No, 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 no. We live here. I don't care. We <laughs> no, bought the land. No, you really don't understand. This is mine now. <laughs> Yeah, How can you take something that's not yours? You're not getting it. <laughs> I'm gonna explain this again. I had money, now this is mine. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's it's really funny when you think about it. It's like well, we all learned about the Louisiana Purchase in school, mm. and it's like okay, that's cool. There were people living on that land that was just now yours. <laughs> <laughs> You're an American now. What's that? That uh, doesn't yeah. mean much. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh my god, this country is so fucked. Anyways, um, yeah, there, there's no games to pick this week. I figured we'll we'll spend next week doing the our bowl special. Um, and we'll go over the different bowl games next week because it's our last week before our holiday break. So. Wait till they get a, uh, a Latino in the White House and they try to give the Southwest back to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be some funny shit to watch. I will rightfully restore traditional bound. Oh shit! Shit, shit, shit. <laughs> Y'all can have Texas back. <laughs> hey, you know what? Fuck it. They can have Texas back. Let them. We talked about this. Hey, they they, they want to be their own thing. Let them do it. Texas wants to build a wall. Just build it further north. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
on, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot. So, Dorian, you were saying something about Michigan and, and Georgia? Yeah, um, I was saying that um, that's going to be an interesting game, and I think that it's not going to be that SEC stomp that most people may assume. I think that the game is going to be a lot closer. Um, I, I believe that Jim Harbaugh is going to do his uh, do his homework, and I think that he's going to find ways to uh, make the game a lot closer because I believe that Alabama, besides them being Alabama, there were some things that other coaches can take from that to uh, to, to make it a close game. Yeah, see, the, the thing with Michigan is everyone's so focused on their running game, as well they should be when they ran for almost three bills against Ohio State. But McNamara can beat you with his arm. McCarthy can beat you with his arm. And so if you start loading the box up because you're worried about the run, you're worried about all the, the sweeps and everything, they'll throw it over top of you. They've, they've got some really good great receivers. Wilman Wilson has some fantastic hands. Yeah. Cornelius Johnson can can burn it down the field. So if they're not careful, they they can get open. Now, I don't think that they'll be able to beat Georgia, but I do think they'll be the second Big Ten team to score in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know, man. I mean, Kirby Smart, I mean, who's the better coach? Kirby, Kirby Smart or Jim Marble? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, one of them is up for coach of the year. Yeah. <laughs> So, so take that for what you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but the, I just, wait, is that because the dumpster fire that he created before that? And then he brought like a Phoenix out of the ashes. Is that why oh, he's no, up man, the, the dumpster fire was created much, much before he got there. That, that's oh. the rich Ron and Brady joke here. Come on. Dumpster yeah, come fire. on. <laughs> it it shouldn't have taken four years to fix it. Yeah. But they were, they were pretty bad. I mean, it wasn't like a one or two year badness. It was like a six years of just irrelevancy. And as Dorian can tell you, it takes a lot to recover from six years of irrelevancy. Yeah. <laughs> In county. Yeah. I started yeah. life as a Syracuse football fan, but after many, many tough years and no help in sight, I had to jump ship. And when you move to Florida, they kind of make you pick a team before you even understand what's going on. Yeah. So yeah. like, who do you root for in football? I mean, I don't know. They score a lot of points. So I like the Gators. Yeah. You wearing blue and orange. You're a Gator fan? Uh, I guess so. No, I guess so. <laughs> it says Syracuse, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> You're from up north? Oh, shit. <laughs> and see, and what's really funny is prior to the 80s, Florida and Florida State both were just pathetic. Mm-hmm. Like before Spurrier got to, to Florida, they they were, you know, easily a 500 team every year in the SEC. Every mm-hmm. so often they would pop up, but it was mostly just 500 or, or I, Are you that. sure? Because they revere Galen Hall as like some kind of, and he was the coach just before Spurrier. Mm-hmm. Let's pull it up. I think that year Spurrier won the Heisman. Florida was good, right? Well, I said every every few years, but for the most part, no. You know, and and Florida State before Bowden, they were just a joke. He wasn't special. Eight and zero, nine and one, six and five, six and six, seven and five, four and one. I mean, that's not special. So I mean, let's look at the twelve years before Spurrier. Oh, ten and one, eight and four, seven and five, eight and four, nine nine two and one, nine one and one, nine one and one, six and five, six and six, seven and five, seven and five. I think. I think I'm kind of right on this one. Yeah. I don't know. From, from did, 89 did, to 84, they were 40 and 18. Yeah. 
Did Spurrier coach uh, Emmett when he was at Florida? I think, yeah, okay. that was before Spurrier. Because I think that's when you started to see the turn in Florida when Emmett was there. Like, I think his... Well, that's when the crowd started to actually care. Yeah. Oh, are you saying the Gators fans are the front runners of Florida? Uh, Yes. They're still more loyal than most fans in other states, I would say, though. Yeah. yeah. So, but, so it's not such an insult to be the least loyal fans in the state of Florida because they're all batshit crazy anyways. Yeah. <laughs> well, hell, Miami still has fans somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Man, because they create the Schnellenberger created a brand, and then they Jimmy Johnson expanded that brand, and Erickson kept it going. Like they're still living off a pretty good legacy, but it's getting old. Time yeah. to do something, well, and not for nothing. So is the Florida State legacy. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Florida. You know, the Florida legacy is approaching the decade itself. Yeah. Because the last time that, that Florida won a title was 08. Yeah, Emmett was there 87, 88, 89. Yeah, and Spurrier got there in 90. Yeah, but I yeah, wonder what the but, thing is with Galen Hall. I wonder if he made the program relevant again. It, he probably, because he he recruited Emmett Smith. And, well, I mean, he's got two SEC first place finishes, <clears throat> which in Florida probably makes you some kind of legend. He does, because I'm, I'm sitting looking at this. I see one. I see that yeah, he Wikipedia finished the season. 80, 84 is first place standing yeah but yeah from what i see for... um the coach that was started 84 didn't finish i don't know let's pull that yeah. up and also I... Too, I, I believe he was one of the he was one of the few coaches in the sec that beat alabama during that year of uh that uh that 80 from 85 to 89 i think i think he's one of the coaches beat him. yeah so the 84 season they started one one and one under pell and then hall took over why okay. does it, see, it says sec championship vacated in 84. Um, and then on the next one, it says ineligible for SEC title, bowl game, and coaches poll. That's probably why Pell was no longer there. I'm going to guess. Ooh. Yep. NCAA investigation and resignation. That's why. Ah, now we know. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Including spying on other teams' practices, payments, and gifts to players, allowing walk ons to stay in the athletic dorm. Ah, damn. Sound like a Miami program. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, doing everything. I'm sure Belichick wasn't on the just, coaching staff. Just doing what the hell we want down here. If you're so far down the end of the country, they just figure you won't look down there. Like oh, they won't notice. Well, it's America's wing. It's it's just a pirate. They won't look at it. <laughs> oh, Miami's tip. <laughs> Miami's the last drips of piss that you know after after you're done. Holy shit! <laughs> technically, technically, that's Key West. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but Miami has a coach. They have a coach now. I don't know if he's any good, but they have a coach. Well, we're gonna find out. <laughs> he's oh my good. God. Miami and Florida fans. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. I think is it is it Manny Diaz going to Florida as a defensive coordinator? What? what? I was you cuss I was reading. Don't you don't you cuss at me? <laughs> hey, Ohio State hired a defensive coordinator today. So I'm not sure they fired the order yet, but they hired a new one because you know when when you get run over by Michigan, the the best place to do is to get your defensive coordinator from the Big Twelve. That's a great idea. Because yeah. they're good at recruiting and can stop people. Hey, he he's the the least suckiest defense in the Big Twelve this year. Is that saying something? <laughs> I'm Reddit has him as a candidate, but that's Reddit. Well, let's see what what Wikipedia has because they're normally pretty on it nope as of as of right now my uh, main ds still is unemployed i don't know if he can collect an unemployment check or not so, uh, you know it's florida so i think you've got to be unvaccinated to get an unemployment check <laughs> yeah it's just people on reddit talking about it it's nothing too i uh, yeah I, I don't i don't trust reddit no. like at all i go there for dad jokes and that's about it there's some things that reddit's okay for yeah dad jokes like 
Mm. And like product reviews, if you're willing to read through enough of them, you get pretty good. You get pretty good at identifying the corporate shills. So this is fun. So when was the last Miami conference title? Miami Hurricane conference title? Uh, Is it 2006? 2000. I was in 2004. 2003. Okay. They have not won a conference title since they moved to the ACC. That's a lot of that's a lot of garbage. Yeah. Basically, the the only conference that they've won is the same conference that UCF won, the Big East. I mean, you can't feel bad, Dorian, because the Lions have been relevant since Kennedy was alive. <laughs> well, I, don't, I mean, when we were part of the Big East... Uh, you didn't have competition? Uh, no, we right. don't need to talk about that because that's why I hate Miami because they used to kill Syracuse like 63 to 10. Yeah. Yeah, right. that's why uh, Miami, that's, that's what started right there. Yeah. I mean, didn't Syracuse ha- have a good team one year? Uh, we we uh, had a... Uh, well, okay. year, the year we moved down here, they went to the Sugar Bowl against Auburn, and I think they beat them with McNabb and who else okay. was it? Kevin Johnson, the receiver okay. for the Ravens. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say this. That in 2001, Syracuse was up to 15th in the rankings. Then they ran into Miami. <laughs> and then when Bader talks about getting getting curb stomped by Miami, this is what he means. Boat. They lost 59 to nothing that year. Yeah, stuff like that. I know there's a 63-10 in there somewhere too. Yeah, they, well, yeah, the the 2001 team was the was the one where they were number one, barely beat on Boston College, and because Ed Reed stole the ball from I don't want to say it was Warren Sapp, but it was um, one of the defensive linemen and scored a touchdown. So they dropped from one to two. They got pissed. Played number 15 the next week, went 59 to nothing. Played number 11 the following week and went 65 to seven. I, I think that lineman was, it wasn't, no, not Vince Wilford. It was someone else. It 19, says. was it 89? Or was it 88, I think? It says Matt Walters. I don't know who the hell that is. Oh, Walters, yeah. It's spelled W-O-L-T-E-R-S, is it? No, or? W-A-L-T-E-R-S. Okay, because I know we had a Walters with a O. W. Wait, I think it was. A, oh, so it was no. him. Oh, I, th- I thought it was like Vince Wolfram, somebody. Yeah, that's 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 who I thought. But no, I remember like he was trying to run the ball, and Edwidge stole it from him and scored a touchdown. <laughs> we just took a couple. I got this. <laughs> like you, you know, the big guy <laughs> just just sent this one out. You're good. Uh, yeah. That to me, that is still the best college football team I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Eighty-seven was Nebraska mm-hmm. and Auburn, or Florida, or Syracuse and Auburn. Mm-hmm. It says on here it was a tie. That sounds right. What? what? Remember, they didn't. They didn't have overtime till '95. That's yeah. some communist shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> Socialism. Sixteen, <laughs> sixteen tie in the Sugar Bowl. <laughs> oh yeah. How do you? That's the end of the. Like, how do you? We need oh, answers. Man. Okay, we need answers. <laughs> now here's a here's a question for you. Do you know the record for most ties in a season? For college bowl games or like no like regular season oh, one no, season ties oh, in, a, in in the season probably terrible yeah I'm beat. Is it? it's the the record is four really yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not gonna surprise you at all that it was michigan <laughs> they were eight oh and four one year <laughs> wow actually That's i went crazy. to syracuse I went to Syracuse's last bowl game in Orlando. They played West Virginia. In 97? Uh, no, in 2018. They were 10-3. Oh, okay. and three. Good for Gone. you. It was a gold it was. star. It was fun. <laughs> it was a great game. I got to watch a woman beat the shit out of her husband all the way off the second deck down the stairs until security finally got to her. Apparently, from what I gathered, because it was halftime, so I had time. 
we followed him and you could hear screaming at him. I guess he ran into a friend downstairs and left her up there in the stands with herself with people she didn't know. And she was hammered drunk. And when he tried to come back up there, she beat him down out of the bleachers and down across the second deck and then down the second flight of stairs. Then security got hold of him, dumping beer on him, slapping him in the side of his head. I was like, oh man, football and a halftime show. This is great. <laughs> Ass whoopings are fun when they're not happening to you. Yeah. 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 I do agree. And he was he was just eating it. He was eating it. I was impressed. Eating it. <laughs> eating. So on, on that note, we'll take another quick break. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot. And we're back. So, Dorian, I've got a question for you. Yep. What do the Atlanta Falcons, Tennessee Titans, Philadelphia Eagles, Buffalo Bills, and Dallas Cowboys all have in common? Enlighten me. They are all part of the New Orleans Saints five-game losing streak. <laughs> so if all of those teams you know, have beaten the Saints because they've completely fallen apart, why is it that Cowboys fans think that the Cowboys have risen from the dead because they beat them? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure BJ has a lot to do. <laughs> no, what actually happened was we started getting players back last week. And I think that's more of the excitement you're seeing. Demarcus Lawrence led the game in pressures in his first game in six weeks. Yeah. He had two batted passes from the defensive end position and a couple tackles for loss. So I think that's the excitement you're seeing because a talented secondary only gets better when the clock gets quicker. So, But the Cowboys did what they were supposed to do. They were supposed, they're, they're supposed to do things. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not one of those Cowboys fans on the internet. Let's just get that straight away. <laughs> I'm so I'm glad not you're one not. Of those I am not one of those guys. Like, I'm a realist. Um, <laughs> the offense is still looking kind of sputtering. Like it's, yeah, they scored 20 points. I think it's, yeah. they had a, more of the pick six mm-hmm. last week. So, I mean, the offense yeah. was 20 points. You know, and realistically, in the NFL, if you score 20 points every week, you should be in every game. You may not yeah. win them, but you should be in every game. But, uh, That's kind of the, the average way you should be. Randy Gregory's not back yet, and I'm not sure if Neville Gallimore, who was a pretty decent pick out of Nebraska, I believe, mm-hmm. um, he's coming back too. So, the defensive line's going to get better yeah. which is nice now we may not learn much about the cowboys this week because they're playing um i don't even team doesn't even have a name they're playing washington oh uh, that's for the division right now with 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 they're i want to have a heineken only, they're only two honey, games back. Honey. we've talked about this all year <laughs> and you haven't learned anything i can tell by your tone it's a rivalry game and it's a division game <laughs> <laughs> Where are they playing, Dallas or Washington? Nope, they're playing in D.C., more technically Maryland, but yes. Yeah, Cowboys are freight train to D.C. <laughs> I hope. I don't know. Fuck. And here's the problem. B.J.'s got a right to worry. Now, I, I, too, think Dallas will probably pull this one out. But if they don't, that division lead that was once, what, three or four games will be down to one. Got to do it. No, so, BJ, no ask me this. Yeah. Do you think that Tony Pollard should share reps with Zeke? He's going to have to. Zeke's knees banged up. It's, yeah. The hand's going to be forced here. Yeah. Zeke should probably shouldn't be out there at all right now, to be honest with you. But he's so yeah. valuable in pass protection, it's uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. He's like a sixth lineman. You know, and, and personally, I kind of like the running back committee, not just for the Cowboys, but for, for, for every team. Running backs get so beat up, so beat up. And so if you can have two good ones that you can rotate in and out, especially like the differences of like Pollard and Zeke, you know, and you can kind of switch them up depending on what's going on, how the defense is playing. 
that's so much of an advantage the way the way it was 20 30 years ago where a freight train and a bullet train yeah because yeah. i you know it used to be running backs would get 20 30 35 carries a game and just get pounded but yeah. now you can drop that down to 20 if you have a committee, not only are they fresher, but as you said, BJ, I mean, you've got, you know, a freight train and a bullet train and you now dictate to the defense what you what the, what's going to happen. So that they'll way around. I mean, it screws up fantasy football, but, but it does work. Well, I don't think Mike McCarthy cares about fantasy football. They can cares about <laughs> real football. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised you see fairy tale football. <laughs> no, see, it, it was it was a fairy tale, and then it was a fantasy that quarterback would actually throw the goddamn pass. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, hilarious. So, um, so speaking of, of that game, so pretty much, are we in agreement that? When it comes to the NFC East, Bill is king. I'm not talking about Buffalo Bill, but Belichick. NFC is or AFC East? AFC East. AFC, excuse me. AFC I mean, East. he's proven it. Yeah. He had like one reload year, and now look at him. Well, mm-hmm. and see, and that's the really funny part is, okay, Brady went to Tampa, won the championship in Tampa, and everybody was like, well, it must have been Brady in New England. I don't know, because Bill's doing a pretty damn good job up there without him. Yeah. So maybe it was both. Maybe they're both really good at what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. somebody, somebody asked the question, now granted, this is Reddit, so mm-hmm. take it for what you will, that if Brady is a system quarterback, why doesn't every team run that system? Mm-hmm. If that system made Tom Brady well, the greatest quarterback of all time, why doesn't, why doesn't every other NFL team run that system? Well, every, every system is about nuance and people. So you can run the same plays, but if you don't have the nuances and the people to put it into assist, put the system into play, then you're going to be behind the eight ball on that. Maybe it's the coach. catch up the whole time. Right. And how much of that is Big Daniel? Big Daniel? Well, offensively, he's talented. I don't know right. about that head coaching stint, though. Yeah. <laughs> it helps when you don't have Tim Tebow as a quarterback. That's true. Helps when you don't draft Tim Tebow. I'm not the one. I'm not sure he was the one that made that decision. Ah, I'm about to find out. I think it was Elway. Was, was Elway there when Tebow was there? I don't know if that lines up. I think he bought the team afterwards. But, you know, Google knows all. Okay, 2001, Elway was named general manager and executive vice president of football operations of Denver. I thought Tim Tebow was well before then. Tebow. You said 2001? 2001? No, no, no. I'll say, is that what you said? You said 2001? 2011. 2011. All right. So Tebow came, what, two years? He was drafted in 2010. Yep. So it was a, you fucked up, you fired, we're going to hire this guy who doesn't know anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's what that was. And when Tebow finally played, Elway was like, what the hell? Let's put him out there. The season's a wash. Oh, we won a couple of games. Okay. <laughs> I think he's still the last quarterback to win a playoff game for Denver. He's also the, the only other quarterback to win a game with completing only two passes. No, no. Mac Jones did. I said the only uh, other. Okay. There you go. Well, no, because they ran a stat last night. Um, that the fewest, that. fewest completed passes in a win was actually was two. And it was not Tim Tebow. It was like back in the 70s. I'm yeah. sorry. Pass attempts was two. This is completions. Two completions. Oh, I was wrong. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I try to tune out the, the Peyton Manning years in Denver. So, yes, Tim Tebow was not the last quarterback to win a playoff game in Denver. So he, he was the last one, you know, not named Peyton Manning. But, yes. We didn't even go over our picks. Do you want to? I mean, I don't know how we could do it all year and then not do it. 
That seems okay. Weird. Okay. So BJ, you're still leading. You're, you're still the, the least suckiest. You're That's hovering nice. around 500. That's get 24 nice. wins. Dorian has 20. I still have 19. It's kind of like the American cast system. Like I get to look down on you because I'm less shitty than you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I didn't make up any ground because I decided to take Lamar Jackson over Ben Roethlisberger. Seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought too. So, but we'll, we'll start with Lamar Jackson. They're playing Cleveland this week. Boy, that, Baker Mayfield, that Baker Mayfield train was shaky. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna have to go with the uh the Ravens on that one. I I don't trust the Browns anymore. Does anybody trust the Browns anymore? Has anybody ever trusted them? That's another good question. That that's that's a question for another day. Yeah, that's a question for another show. Yeah, do a whole show on the Browns. <laughs> I I really don't want to talk about depressing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Like, I mean, yeah. our, our listeners are depressed enough. I mean, they're listening to us. I mean, I, mean, I don't want to wanna... stand. Who would stand in the middle of Cleveland in the winter and look around and be like, yeah, make the uniforms brown. This area needs more brown right now. <laughs> well, you know, the team does look like shit. So it kind of does go together. <laughs> the doo-doo brown. <laughs> like, make them make them highlighter green make them something nice to look at in this terrible landscape well okay so i know i'm gonna sound like a homer but it is scientifically proven that the state of ohio is the most depressing place to live on the entire planet mm. and they say that because there is only 80 something days where the sun is actually shining Ugh. yeah it's like 262 mm. down here or something like that yeah so i mean they have scientifically proven that ohio is the most dep- depressing place to live yeah. science yeah. worse than alaska <laughs> yes that's that's something yeah alaska is like night forever and then day forever yeah yeah literally <laughs> i don't know um, if my clock i mean i i always say i don't know if i could but I'm sure I could adapt. I don't know if I'd have an easy time adapting to that situation. Your internal clock would be all fucked up. I'm not good sleeping when the sun's out. I yeah. dude, I worked I worked overnights for three years. You you figure it out. <laughs> um me, I'm I'm taking Baltimore too. Batteries in my keyboard. But um yeah, I, I took Baltimore just because as you said, I don't trust Baker at all. Like at all. Yeah, it's, it's starting to look shaky for them. Yeah. So the, the next one's Buffalo and Tampa. Tampa is only a three point favorite at home. You think Buffalo has like a football orgasm because they got out of that winter, terrible winter wonderland? And down here in Tampa I, I'm now? waiting for them to come out and just like throw it the first 20 plays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just take down the field with Stefan, Stefan Diggs until his arm hurts. That had to be tough for a team with an explosive offense like that. And then Mother Nature says, you aren't going more than 10 yards downfield. That's just how it's going to be. Nope. Uh, Bucks are hot, though. I'm going to go with uh, Tampa Bay. Dorian? Yep. In Grunk, we trust. I'm going Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, I I learned a long time ago, you don't pick against Tom Brady. (laughs) I mean, that's just your own risk. Yep. Um, The next game is the Rams versus Arizona. This is going to be a good one. So somehow ESPN has gotten two good Monday night games in a row. Not sure how that happened. Money. <laughs> now, normally, normally the NFL goes, no, you get the shit game. We'll put the, the good game a Sunday night on NBC because we like them. Well, Arizona and LA. I don't think the Rams beat them earlier. I don't think they're going to beat them again. Going Arizona? Going Arizona. You think the Rams messed up their locker room by acquiring Von Miller midseason? Yes, him and and Beckham. I mean, it'd be one thing if you brought him in and get him into the culture in the preseason and work it all in. Man, I don't know. Those are two big personalities to bring in the locker room midseason. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go – they're playing in Arizona, right? Correct. Yeah, I'm going to go with Arizona. I think they're going to have Calamari back. Uh, I think think it's going to be a – 
uh, it's gonna be a close game. I think I think it's gonna be close to what people think, but I think I think Kyler, I think his leg is gonna win it for him. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be Arizona, and I think it's actually gonna be double digits. We're no, getting no. to the point of the season where Stafford typically breaks down. Oh, you, know, you of all people should know. So I yeah, I mean, I, I've seen this move before. <laughs> the the boat sinks in Titanic every time you watch it. <laughs> He's leaning on knowledge. We can't argue this. We have to move yep. on now. That's all there's to it. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, Stafford's breaking down. Shoulder shitty. Shoulder shitty. Back is shitty. You know, he's just his. He he has arm fatigue every year, and it normally manifests itself around week twelve or thirteen. Well, look where we are. So. Well, I mean, his wife's good at throwing things. Maybe she could hop in there. She likes to throw bagels. Isn't that what she threw? What's she throwing? Know. She threw something on a fan. I, it may have been a, a bagel. Uh, you know, and you can you can get to her. Just walk around with a syringe. You'll think she'll think it's a COVID vaccine. She'll run away from you. <laughs> uh, Moderna, come here. <laughs> she threw a pretzel. <laughs> um, um. So the the last game I'm going to pick is uh, Pittsburgh and Minnesota. Mm. This game's in Minnesota. Minnesota's a three point favorite. I'll tell you, this is a much harder game to pick than you would think. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because which two, team is going to show up yeah, on two either side? Teams. Yeah, two Jekyll and Hyde teams. <laughs> I'm going to say Minnesota because they're at home and Justin Jefferson looks unguardable right now. Yeah, this is also the team that just lost to the Lions. Eleven catches, 182 yards, and two touchdowns. I think they lost yeah. to the Lions. <laughs> I'm not saying they didn't. Oh. You know, looks, so here's Justin what's really funny. Minnesota lost to the Lions. Pittsburgh tied the Lions. And yet somehow both of these teams are in playoff contention. Weird. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh because um, Minnesota, they're not going to have Adam Thielen. They're not going to have uh, Cook. And I think that um, the defense is going to show up for Pittsburgh. So, yeah, I, I went with Pittsburgh because Minnesota just lost to the Lions. That's <laughs> 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 Logic again. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, and, and let's just look at the, the standings real quick. So, the AFC, as you guys mentioned, New England's, they figured it out. I mean, they were 9-7 and seven last year, barely missed the playoffs, with a completely, totally broken Cam Newton. Don't say it was just COVID year. Like, no, we've seen what he does, but he did this year. He was broken, and they had everyone out from last year with Cam, and they were 9-7. and seven. They were 9-7. I'm sorry, 7-9. Now they're 9-4. and four. Belichick's figured it out. T- Tennessee, are they healthy at all? Mm-mm. The Derrick Henry thing hurt. Yeah. yeah. And Baltimore, do, do you trust them? Mm. I'll tell you what, there's not too many players that scare me on the last minute and a half of drives like Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson. Okay, let me ask ask you this. Would you rather have Kyler Murray or would you rather have Lamar Jackson? Probably Lamar right now. That's tough, man. Uh, (sighs) Yeah, I'm with BJ. I get a slight edge to Lamar. Kyler's got the better better arm for sure, but Lamar's a better runner and yeah. Lamar's got that whole playmaker thing going. Like it's just yeah. and Kyler doesn't. Kyler also, as you said, has the better arm and can read a defense better. Yeah. I mean, they've lost two games, one of which was when they de- unplugged DeAndre Hopkins mid-play. Right. Well, we he's we're talking about individual quarterbacks. You're talking about the team now. You put well, Lamar on the Cardinals. I think if you put Lamar on the Cardinals, he has the same record that he does on, on Baltimore. I, I don't, don't know. Think, I think I, wait, Lamar Jackson has never seen anybody like DeAndre Hopkins or AJ Green. I don't right. think Lamar Jackson could take advantage of those weapons as well as Kyler is doing. <laughs> 
I don't know, man. I think they're going to make him a better quarterback because of their ability to catch. Yeah. It Hopkins. doesn't mean Lamar can put it where he needs to be. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and think about this for a second. Okay. It needs to be so in a much bigger area when you're dealing with DeAndre Hopkins. It's not <laughs> the windows aren't as small. Baltimore is built around Lamar, around his running ability. You put him on Arizona. Yes, Kyler's Kyler can move, but they're not built for Kyler to do a read option play every every time. They're built for him to drop back, read the defense, and, and make a play. Yeah, but he does have that capability though, and 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 Kyler. Yeah, but he's the, that team's not built for that. Right, but we were talking about whether you want Lamar yeah. or Kyler, I, and you said, well, the Cardinals. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I, who do you want? Yeah, the quarterback Ky- Kyler has a better arm. Kyler can read the defense better. I would, I, I take Kyler. Yeah, but Kyler is one batted ball away from. You know, a play getting broken down. Not saying it can happen with Lamar either, but Lamar, what was what, what, 6'2? 6'3? What is he? 6'2? Lamar scares me in two minute drill. Yeah. He he just scares me. And you're never going to know Kyler Murray's real height. You'll never know it unless you stand next to him. Yeah. Lamar's listed at 6'2. You'll never know Kyler Murray's real height. No. Shrimp is not um, on the menu. Kyler's listed at 5'10. My sure. guess is it's probably closer to 5'8". Sure. Drew, Drew Brees listed at 5'10", too. Yeah. I don't know. Have you seen Drew Brees standing next to someone like Mike Tirico? Tirico's not a small dude. What, Tirico's what, six foot? Six one? I think so. And ha- have you all yeah. seen him when, when they were well, in the I mean, together? You know, Drew's got an extra inch from that hairpiece. That was a solid joke and also true. <laughs> <laughs> tell you, him and Jason Witten, that hair came back quick. Yep. Yeah, they they don't list Tariko's height, but yeah, I think I think Tariko's five eleven, six foot, and Breeze is a, several inches taller than he is. I don't know how we'd know Tariko's height. Dorian just vanished. Yeah. Okay, it's not not on Wikipedia, but I'm sure it's on Google. How does Google know Tariko's height? Uh, Google knows everything. Okay, Google hasn't listed at hey, five seven. Wait. <laughs> He's got, he's got his age, his weight, God his net worth, his wife. He's a good God. Why? <laughs> net salary? Like, leave him alone. <laughs> that's, that's just spooky. He's the assholes that killed Princess Di. God, that's spooky. That is sketchy. I don't need to know. You know what's worse? There's a villagesnews.com up here in, in the area. They report on all the bad stuff that goes around the villages because the, the Daily Sun won't. That's the developer's paper. So, yeah. Um, so report on all the bad stuff. They list your the villagers' house, how much they paid for it, what year they paid for it, where they oh, that's work, public information. Where they they do like look, there used to be some decency in journalism. There's none of that shit anymore. And that, like, that died in nineteen eighty eight when Fox News went live. <laughs> oh, I'm just, sorry, was was that I it's all public information. You can all look it up if you chose to, but there's no need to put it in the article. No, I mean, it's not relevant to the story. Nope. And that's some of the, the comments on <clears> top of why, why do I need to know how much their house costs? It's just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. If it's relevant to the story, fine. But a, as we learned back in high school, you don't add additional words for the sake of adding additional words. Blathering. Mr. Arnold taught me that. Says, don't, don't use 10 words when five will do. Unless you're doing an essay based on word count, you need to stretch 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 oh no see miss lockett would go oh i see you stretching screw this paragraph that's why you get the hell out of her class it's so funny i was like oh man are these how all the people in college are going to be and then i got to college and i was like nope 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 those (laughs) teachers are not miss lockett is just weird well it was so funny like i I, in college i actually wrote an essay on the south park movie and got an a on it because i could uh we had a i had a teacher who 
four classes in a row just hung a note on a door after i drove 25 minutes to be there yeah okay okay and i'm paying you now oh wonderful (laughs) well that's that's the thing though these teachers they get paid no matter what especially the ones with tenure now nowadays now probably not back when we went to to college but nowadays if the if the class is canceled they'll send you a text hey the class is canceled this is before all that this is exactly this is when it was a a rarity to have a nokia brick phone with snake on it with snake i used to borrow people's (laughs) phone to play snake Yeah, I didn't. So, I I was way behind on the cell phone craze. I was like, ah, screw that thing. Who yeah. wants one of those? I didn't yeah. get a smartphone for 2009, 10. That's about the time I got one. Yeah. yeah so, I, they were like, you should get one. I was like, no, nah, I won't use it. They're like, you're going to use it for more than you think you will. And I was like, nah, I don't need it. I wish I'd never gotten it. You know, I'm glad the whole... dead are those Nextel chirp phones. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Sitting in a restaurant with that thing going off, uh, some yeah. douchebag in his camouflage hat just hopped out of his S250, chirping <laughs> away in the middle of a barbecue. He's like, shut up. Dude. It, wasn't, it up. wasn't just the chirp chirp. <laughs> the, 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 the beep beeps were bad enough. But the fact that the beep beep and then the loud conversation that you had over it, yeah. just yeah. excuse yourself and go make a goddamn phone call. Right. But you had to do that to show or to put up a facade. I don't home. give a fuck. I don't care enough about Somebody- you. <laughs> somebody needs me somebody needs me right now to communicate immediately <laughs> chirp, chirp. yeah i'm at sizzler where are you doing <laughs> it was basic I'm, conversation i'm on the other end of the phone fucking up another dining experience <laughs> you, you know the people who did that the same people that have truck nuts on their fucking truck yeah <laughs> bet you they clean it with their mouth too <laughs> And I, I forget who said it, but they were right. It's like, okay, so it, it's supposed to be equivalent. So if your balls to your dick ratio is that small, what is that saying? <laughs> I like that's my balls. <laughs> Those things are so annoying. Oh, they're so annoying. You just sit sit in a ramshackles and it just sounds like a bunch of electric birds going off. Shut up. God. Are you like the sound of my balls? Uh, <laughs> oh my God. I have let a me guy guess, in my neighborhood right Let now me guess. Him. You got a real tree steering wheel cover. <laughs> yep, I'm right. <laughs> and it's my freedom to have an American flag where my, where my window should be so I can't see a goddamn thing. Why does this it flag get- say made in China? <laughs> don't tread on me hey i, I got this red hat it's made in china <laughs> oh, man. this flag might be made in china but this is american flag no it's a man china you dipshit <laughs> <laughs> sorry we can make fun I, of both sides now since uh the democrats basically gave up on the voting rights yeah part of the whole, yeah so I yeah mean, so we're, we're making fun of our leaders here and they're a bunch of do nothing bastards too. Yeah. They're all they're all sitting up. There's they're still up there, uh, circle jerking each other over the fact they even got elected. They're just like, oh, we did a great job. Exactly. <laughs> bunch of, oh. and I, I hate. I'm telling you, I'm really gonna have to start going hard against these uh, Dems that uh, start doing the team stuff because your team is garbage too. Like your team, <laughs> your team is garbage. You basically, you basically strong arm the vote out of black and latino voters and then do yep. absolutely dick for both of them yeah, my, my favorite is you know like hey we we need to find these criminals of contempt you know they raided the capital that we need we need to you know criminal charging so where's the trial seven months from now <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay 
It's all white people. There's no rush. No. There's no rush. They're all going to get off anyways. Yes. Slap on the wrist. Yeah. Oh, Roger Stone. He could just, if he got hit by a bus, I would notice till the blood hit my face. <laughs> Even oh, then, you'd probably be like, are you saying you're going to be driving jam. the bus? Because, you know, I want to be a passenger. Oh. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying anything on recording of what I would like to do. <laughs> I'm just telling you that part of my atheism is based that these people are walking around freely in society. This is true. Okay. Like that's, that's where <laughs> I'm going to that. Oh, geez. These people are fucking headaches. I never should have gotten involved in politics. I, I knew, I knew these people were worthless when I was younger and I knew they were worth ignoring. I was right. And the older me is like, Nope, you must pay attention. And then I did. And I regret every minute of it. Yeah, I immediately regretted that decision everybody's full of shit. They're all full of shit. None of them give a fuck about you. They only no. do just enough to get what they want out of you. Yep. It's time to reboot. Control, alt, delete. Yep. Exactly. Fully agree. And um, let's just, I want to get something off my chest too. Libertarians are just like Republicans light. They're just comfortable with their hiding their racism better than mm-hmm. other Republicans. Um, and I, I posted a meme I thought was hilarious. It's like they're equivalent to house cats. They're like arrogant and um, entirely dependent on a system they hate. <laughs> don't understand. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like, so as far as the libertarians wanting to be a third party, I got in a big debate with a guy about this and how he votes libertarian. I was like, that's why your vote doesn't count every year. Yeah. And he said, he said, you're just a sheep. You're going with the flow. And I'm like, no, I'm not a sheep. It's based in logic. I want to keep the Republicans out of office and you guys don't offer that option. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I want to keep, you know, my Hispanic and black friends, I'll keep them alive. So I'm yeah. not voting Republican. Yeah. yeah. Or libertarian, which is Republican light. Yeah. Exactly. We just don't say the N word. <laughs> yeah. They're those like. But we always cook chicken when we invite him to the house. <laughs> exactly. Hey, yeah, come on in, Dory. That's some a fried chicken, some watermelon here. Some slice it up for you. Oh, I don't eat watermelon. You don't? No. Which I don't. Do I don't not, eat watermelon. You don't really? No. I don't. Is that because you don't want to get caught eating it? Seriously? No, no, no it's not that. It's I'm just, just, no, I'm just making sure. Because <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, one of my friends told me that. It's like, I won't eat watermelon in public. <laughs> Which that is something in certain black circles to where I do know people who they they don't eat watermelon in public. So that is a true thing. But I don't won't order fried chicken at a restaurant either. BJ, I have a fuck you. that. <laughs> well, not anymore because you don't eat chicken anymore. <laughs> well, actually, oh, that, you got, got it back. back. Yeah, oh, I, I got it back. It came back. You got your chicken back? Yeah. Oh, I'm I, I can eat it. I was sad it, about that. Dude, I, I just got it back like a month ago, and, and my doctor told me he was like, he was like, it may, it may come back, or you may not be able to do it. And then um, I was in public, and then I saw the, I saw the fried chicken wing. And I was like, I went and I grabbed it, and I started eating it. I'm like, oh shit! I can take it. <laughs> give I'm me like, another box. Matter of fact, I'm give trying, me two boxes. I'm trying to so figure out how. That, like, what the hell you come here? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how that became a racial trope. Cause like, who doesn't eat fried chicken? I know, man. Do you know anybody that doesn't eat fried chicken? Have you known anybody to be like, no, I don't want that chicken tender? Not at all. I eat cold I chicken tenders. Like when they get cold after they sat there for a while after you oh, cook shit, them. Oh, you eat them right out of the fridge. Yeah. I, yeah. Really? You oh, yeah. Eat cold chicken? I can't oh, hell yeah. Sure, I, I eat cold pizza either. too. So, I mean, it was fried at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fried like, <laughs> like so, yeah, I'm so good. BJ, BJ, I need you to sell an argument for me. Going back right. to the watermelon. Do you put salt on your watermelon? No. Why the hell not? Because it's perfect perfect as it exists oh it's so much better with salt look i put salt <laughs> on everything else let me eat my fucking watermelon just, okay <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> God, salt on everything else yeah. except chicken you know wings because that's they have the salt in them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The times that I did used to eat watermelon, I did have it with salt, and it was like it was just I I didn't really get the reason why they put salt on it. I'm just like, oh, it tastes it's better without so it. much tastier. Yeah. I never heard of that time moved down here. Yeah, <laughs> so, many, so many things I didn't understand. Like, what's that pile of slop on your plate? Those are grits. <laughs> I'll pass, <laughs> I'll pass that crap up. There's a place called Yuli, Florida, right? Matter of fact, it's where Derek Henry's from. Go figure. But uh, the, the locals Giants. there, they put peanuts in their Coke and they drink it. I've heard about that. I see the I'm first thing. Sure that's also a southern thing. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. They put peanuts, like they'll get some saltine peanuts, put it in their coat, and they like gulp that shit while they're chewing. I'm like, never seen that shit before. I heard about it, but heard about that. Never, never saw, saw a boiled peanut till I came down here either. Oh, that, that's another thing. Like a couple of weeks ago, we were going to visit my dad and stopped by a you know roadside vendor that was selling, selling boiled peanuts. I'm like, I'm gonna get them some, like five bucks for for a cup. Took bottom in the car. My my pregnant wife, who was eight and a half months pregnant at the time, she went. What in the hell is that? How quickly can we get it out of the car? It's a horrible <laughs> stench. It is a horrible stench. It's yeah. up there with like patchouli oil. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's a terrible stench. So good. My dad just like just was you know eating one by one, getting them to the kids. Especially the oh. the the Cajun. One. I like the Cajun hot ones. Oh, okay. Hey, Pizza Hut's Cajun w- rub wings are good. Oh, those those really? are tasty. They're tasty. Cajun oh. rub. From- Try them. Oh. I didn't think I'd like them. And a, a friend of mine ordered them. He's like, You want one? I was like, Sure. I bit into it. I was like, Oh, it's good. Like five minutes later, my mouth's on fire. I'm like, What is this? <laughs> what are you doing? It was great. It was excellent. When I start sweating, I, my top of my head gets red. I'm like, Yep, they're good. <laughs> they're good. Everything's good in the world. I'm a chicken like, wing I- junkie. I got to get control of it now so I can eat them the rest of my life. Yeah. See, I, I, I'm waiting to try another night and go back to Gators on a Monday night. Night and do all you can eat chicken wings. Mm. Had Olive Garden for lunch today. That was a nice look. Well, you can eat an Olive Garden lunch for $14. There you go. That's not bad. For a sit down, we had to wait for a, a customer. So we just decided to go get some lunch. And that was a good decision until we got out of the truck and we're like, oh my God, like three <laughs> breadsticks and a plate of pasta and a salad. Never <laughs> moving. I gotta do things. <laughs> oh, and of course. I know we had that carb coma going. <laughs> Question, uh, BJ. Uh, there's a there's a barbecue place in the village that's called Winnie Jewels. Have you ever heard eaten there before? Willie Jewels. It's yeah, pretty Willie darn Jules. good. Yeah, I like it. The brisket was nice. It wasn't too fatty, but it, it had enough to have the flavor, and it was very moist. Okay. And the sauces are good. You should try it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had it in St. Augustine, and I was like, damn, I only got, I have to go to St. Augustine again. They're like, oh no, we have a place. And they said they, they told me the different places, and they said there's this place. It's called the Villages. I'm like, wait, you guys are the Villages? It's, it's at like, the yeah. south end. Of, it's at the south end of the villages too down there by 44 okay yeah i'm gonna try it out it's well actually well, gonna, it's where yeah. adamsville used to be oh really yeah right, well, right it's on the corner yeah you know the okay. village is down by 470 now right out by oklahoma yeah no yes <clears throat> i told yes. you they're coming for orlando and adam and all his knowledge doesn't think it's possible but i know they build tunnels i've seen them oh shit yeah okay yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. I've they're seen building it. the villages around Coleman Correctional. Yeah, they're going to take and over. That, like, no, 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 nothing bad can happen from that. What's even more funny is they don't know until they get here. I can't tell you how many times I broke Dude, the news. Dude, that's the Florida visit. way. I, I, I can't tell you how <laughs> many times how I broke the news. Built. I can't tell me how many times I broke the news. What's that thumping sound? Oh, that's the lime rock plant. They're crushing lime rock. Over. What? Yeah, there's a lime rock plant right over those trees. <laughs> Dude, no. The yeah, they, they knew that. Most of the houses were sold sight unseen. People they're came like, down here. This is disgusting. They're like, when do they do that? And I'm like, all the time. All the, <laughs> it's their job to crush lime rock. That's what they do all the time. And and she was like, oh great. What else can you tell me about this area? And I was like, well, right next to the lime rock plant is a federal correctional facility. What? <laughs> Glad I could help. Now get as many of them to you. Get as many together as you can and go back. <laughs> wherever you came from it reminds me of, of an ex-girlfriend of mine that she went to uf got her degree in psychology in uf decided to move to orlando because that's where she wanted to move to didn't have any place any idea where she was going she was like oh well the mall of millennia looks really nice i'm gonna move down there so she moved to the millennia area not realizing that millennia is basically just in the hood yeah literally she right down the moves street. into her apartment she's like what the fuck is this <laughs> <laughs> thousand bucks a month for this yep <laughs> bro i had a similar i do said one day they moved here from texas right so they were like they was like um we, we got this apartment in rosemont i said what what <laughs> rosemont i'm like please tell me you're lying no like and i'm like you just signed your death wish. i said why you didn't call me for you we were, Oh no, we just don't. No, we we saw it online. I said no. When they moved into Rosebud apartments, they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna break our lease." Then someone got robbed right under them. Oh. <laughs> it's like we got this beautiful place. It's in Pine Hills. Uh, <laughs> it's, it oh. sounds so beautiful, Pine Hills. Mm-hmm. I would do a for Move on, Silver oh. Star. Best place. I went to a semi-professional football game in at Jones High School. Holy crap! How did you get out? Uh, well, actually, wound up jumping a fence and running to the car. <laughs> <laughs> Once we got in the car, we got home, and on the news was the news about a shooting after the football game in Orlando. We're like, holy shit! <laughs> we dodged that bullet, literally. Dude, talk about places to play ball. We're not to play ball. There's two places in Orlando that I will not play ball. That's Barnett Park, south of 50. That's where the fairgrounds is. You don't what? play ball there if you're not from there. I have disc golf down there. You you do? Yeah. Man, look. I, look, the last time I played ball there, it was many years ago. <laughs> like, a fight had broke out, and it was a, I, I think it was a haste gentleman. And he said, he said, stay right there, fuck off. Stay right there. And he started going to his car, <laughs> and some guy was like, hey, man, if I were you, bro, I'll leave. We just started running to our car. That happened in Leesburg. What's the, what's the guy to do with Orlando? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I the fact that they get out one of those tow rolls and buck, that's what it is. <laughs> right. I'll tell you what, Barnett Park's pretty, though. It's a nice big It's a nice big park. No, it is. Yeah, I play disc golf down there. I'll have to disregard your information and continue to do that because it's one of the best <laughs> courses in the area. So I don't know if you guys have ever done that. It's pretty fun. It's a nice walk through the park kind of thing and the disc golf. It's fun. I, I can try it. I mean, uh, disc golf, you're fine. I'm talking about playing basketball there. That yeah. I would recommend doing if you're not from. Yeah, no. Disc golf, you run into a bunch of either current pot smokers or former pot smokers. So you're good. You're good. Nobody gives a <laughs> shit about anything you do. 
you know, take a bite of the 2,000 pound edible that I sent BJ a picture of earlier. Oh today. my god! I'm telling you, you could paralyze the Super Bowl with that that nugget. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> just out in the seats. I like that meme you said of Homer, like. Yeah, yeah, because that's what it been. Those edibles hit different. It's a different timing. Uh, like you smoke a joint, and about two to three minutes after you get into it, you start to feel it. You eat an edible in uh, 30, 45 minutes, sometimes an hour. There's no telling. And you just be sitting there. You'll go to do something like stand up, and you're you, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um after i moved after my dad had his strokes and i moved back into the house um one of my friends gave me some brownies he's like take it easy brownies like this big good chunk take it easy i'm like ah, ah. <laughs> ate the whole fucking brownie right <laughs> eight o'clock in the morning i just want i was like i'm just gonna do it so i eat the whole thing man i laid in bed for four hours the biggest smile on my face with the blankets under my face <laughs> I sent out a text. It's like, I'm not coming out. She's like, they're like, why? And I was like, I can't stop smiling. Like, what'd you do? I was like, I ate a huge brownie. <laughs> my cheeks hurt. The muscles in my face hurt because I couldn't stop smiling. <laughs> and like, you ever smile so hard your eyes water? Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm just sitting here. Uh, if somebody walked in that room, they'd be like, holy shit. And just backed out. <laughs> yeah. Edibles are different. Edibles like a sledgehammer, man. <sighs> you just sit there all of a sudden, wake up. <laughs> So you had that Pennywise smile and went all the way up here. Yeah, yeah. Like my cheeks hurt. My cheeks really hurt after this was all done. I was like, oh, how'd they do that? Oh. So we, we are a sports show. Um, so yeah. we have a couple minutes left. I do want to ask a, a, a Google question. Ball pot. No, it does not involve <laughs> pot. All right. Um, without Googling it, who has the longest winning streak in the NBA right now? You asked this earlier and I chose not to Google it because you told me not to. I really wanted to, but I withheld my Google. Um, right now, yes. Well, the Suns just lost to the Warriors. Yep. Yes. Hmm. Um, is it Boston? Nope. The Nets? Nope. I don't know. Then it's then it's the Magic. The look on your nope. face. And I don't know. The Knicks. Dwayne, you got one last guess. No, the Knicks. Not the Knicks. Uh, all right. I'm oh, going to say nope. Oh, then I don't know, man. Nope. I'm going to say the Pacers. Nope. We don't. The Raptors. The Houston Rockets. What? Oh yeah, they started out horribly and they've ripped. They're on a sixteen winning streak. Yeah, saw it the other day. Really? Wow. They, you think it's because they pulled John Wall out of the rotation? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, man, you know, talking about we, I think that might be part of it too. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think John Wall has. Uh, I think that there's a little bit of envy against Jalen Green because I saw a video of them playing one on one together and like he's like going in on him, like going in on the kid. I'm like. You know, I know you You can tell, like, people playing. You can tell people, like, oh, shit, like, this dude is really, like, going in on him. He was like, motherfucker, and all this stuff, like, like, like going at him. I'm like, is it because this guy is starting to take your shine in Houston? Because a lot yep. of people, they like Jalen Green. Like, across the NBA, like, a lot of people like him. You know, he's a special kid. I mean, he got games. You know, Jalen Green put in his time. Right. You know, he, he, he didn't go to college. He went to the G League. He grew up in the G League. So... And there's something to that. Right, right. Wow, Houston, and, right. and no one likes John Wall. Yeah, I've read that. Two teams for sure now. But yeah, from I read a set that the Rockets are the first team ever in any sport to have a 15-game losing streak immediately followed by a six-game winning streak. Oh, wow. magical year. Maybe there's a chance for the Lions to win five in a row. Hey, look, if Michigan can make the playoffs, anything can happen. <laughs> 
But in all honesty, man, I really hope uh, I really hope Michigan does well. Like if if Michigan beats Georgia, I mean, that'll be good for them. Now against Alabama, I don't know, but I mean, well, if Michigan beats you know, Georgia, it'll be good for the sport because not only is it you know a a powerhouse coming back. But it's it eliminates the SEC narrative that people over there like to have, um, and it, <laughs> <laughs> I love how it's a narrative. Yet there's two teams from the SEC in a 14 player because yeah, one took a dive. <laughs> yeah, no, it did Georgia shit. That's what it did. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, honest, honest question. Need an honest answer. Okay. Cincinnati's getting smoked by Alabama. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Spreads yeah. 13 and a half. <laughs> I think Cincinnati beats the spread. Ooh. But 12. Don't beat the spread. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Bam was going to beat them by two touchdowns, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I want it to be close because I really like, I'm like, I'm like BJ. Like, I want that chaos. Like, could you imagine if it's a Cincinnati, Michigan? championship that'd be handed to michigan i'm just joking i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy like yeah but the odds of that happening yeah <laughs> no, I hey, it was... if cincinnati makes it through alabama it'll be like a boise state beating oklahoma in the fiesta yeah. bowl yep. it'll be that level like what <laughs> like what what just happened what just happened i'm well, glad i saw it Let's not forget that um, was it a few years ago when Alabama played West Virginia in the Sugar Bowl and West Virginia just took it to them. Yeah. What was that? I like mean, 06? It's any given Sunday for a reason, guys. Yep. That's why we love this game. It could happen at any minute. Yeah. It's just not, it's not, it's not impossible. It's just improbable. Improbable. Yep. Right. right. But I, yeah, I did learn something that Harbaugh is the only coach to play, be in the playoffs in both college and pros. What about, Ur- no, Urban Meyer doesn't have a chance at that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no. you know. He's, he has to destroy Trevor Lawrence for another year before he finally leaves you guys alone. Dude, I, I just wish that he would take a college job so we can get someone like I, I would really like to see uh uh Caldwell in, in Jacksonville, but the chance of that happening is something because mm. what, what he did with the Lions when he was there, like I like to see Caldwell just get a job, period. Right. He, yeah, yeah, we do, yeah, yeah. Is he even actively looking? I don't think well, so. Well, he he interviews, but I think that's just the Rooney Will interviews. Yeah. Mm. If I was that guy, I'd be like, just go find another black guy, please. <laughs> just leave me alone. Seriously, wouldn't you, Dorian? At some point, just, say, just leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go coach college, will. you bastards. Yeah. No. If we can see it, he's got to see it. He's an intelligent yeah. man. I'm sure it's not lost on him. Yeah. Oh, and and I stand corrected. It wasn't West Virginia that beat the crap out of Alabama. It was Utah. Ooh. Ooh. Sounded sounded better when you said West Virginia. Yeah. So it was in 2009 in the Sugar Bowl. After the first quarter, it was 21 nothing Utah. Wow. Who was quarterback? Um, Alex Smith. Nope. Was that Alex Smith time there? Nope. Uh, No, no, it wasn't. Nope. Brian Johnson. Okay. Now, do you know who their coach was? It wasn't. Well, it wasn't Urban. It wasn't Urban. I think it was Ty Willingham. I, I thought Ty was with uh no Stanford. Yeah, I thought it was Kyle Whittingham. That might be who it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was Kyle Whittingham. Sorry. Where is Kyle now? I think he's still there. He's still there. Mm. Playing on the Rose Bowl. Must have magic underwear. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's BYU. You tell us, Christian. That's why it's the holy war when they play. Yeah. And I'll leave everyone on this question. What's a Ute besides you know what we call out to stray dogs? Ute. <laughs> I, um, uh, that's how cousin Vinny says Utes. 
what is it? Uh, is it like a native uh like tribe or something? I don't know. Because, <laughs> That's what because it has the U and it has like a uh a, a feather. So I, I I figured that maybe you know what? Let's see what Google says. What is a Ute? Am I Google searching this? Because there's a Ute Indian tribe. That might be it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It has to be. Yeah, it is a... Oh, it's a Ute tribe and culture among indigenous peoples of the Great Basin. That's present in Utah, Colorado, in the southwestern United States. Formerly Mexico. Mm-hmm. Some, people say, some people would say currently Mexico. <laughs> we just bought it and bought the people. Oh, man. Um, so we got in this bit of a heated discussion the other day at work and one of the guys said something about you know maybe things have been better oh, i'm sorry dorian maybe things have been better if we didn't bring them over here and i said funny he said because you've let some of my black friends tell it um they would say they should have left us in the fucking caves where they found us <laughs> <laughs> what did he say after that i'm sure he wanted to <laughs> he's like well maybe i'm like what do you you don't they don't have anything to say to that <laughs> Well, that's the thing. They don't have anything to say to any kind of kind of rebuttal. No, because they don't. They're, it's all pumped into their head. It's not anything they've thought about individually. No, that's true. That's true. And that's then what kills I... me about most of this shit is it'd be one thing if your little individual brain came up with this thought process. That's usually not the case. Yeah. I mean, I had a person tell me one time they were like, they were like, I mean, they're like, I mean, slaves were here, but you know. All they did was pick cotton. I'm like, if that was the case, then how come your ancestors couldn't do it? If it was that easy, right? If it was that easy, if it was that easy to, to cultivate things of that nature, why, why didn't you guys do it? Because if I'm not mistaken, didn't first you guys started with the Native Americans and then they and then they pretty much got wiped out and then you went and got slaves. So it's like, if it was that easy, I'm sure you would have done it yourself, but you didn't. It was just easy. Well, see, and, and that's the thing is not, slavery wasn't just in America. It wasn't just right. an American tradition. It was across the world. What right. made American slavery different was that the families of American slaves, I mm-hmm. believe, were the only country that actually owned the children of slaves. Mm-hmm. And and that was the... When, <laughs> Look at us always putting our touch on shit. Yep, yeah, we, we got to Americanize everything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so on, on that happy note, I think we're going to... Happy uh, note, geez. Yeah. I call it a night. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports. Evil Whitey. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 2020.